Hey friends, I know we can often think of the S word, stewardship, as something that could make us feel guilty or convicted about something, but there's so much more to stewardship than just stewarding our time well, which is a great thing. And what the Lord calls us to when he calls us to stewardship, this skill of stewardship in and of itself is so vital and helpful for every area of our life but particularly our health and our fitness journey. And so today we're going to deep dive into it and figure out why it's really not that scary and how this skill allows us the ability to choose better. And we're going to read a little bit of scripture and break it down into some habits that we can apply into our health and our fitness journey. I can't wait to see you in there. You are listening to the Move Your Body Differently podcast, where we talk about how your theology of God affects your wellness journey. I'm Shayla Darty, a Jesus follower, wife, mama, and owner of SD Fitwell. I know staying healthy and fit can often feel like an obligation and can leave you feeling defeated, anxious, and maybe in an endless cycle of losing and gaining weight and wondering why in the world you just can't get it right. And that's why I'm on a mission to see generations of women take back their health and fitness from the enemy and instead honor God with their bodies by exercising and eating healthy because we get to not because we have to. For too long as women, we've been held captive by a never reaching standard of body beauty, and it is time to break free. By seeing your wellness through the lens of the gospel, you can be empowered with boldness, more confident in the gifts God has given you, and increase your mental and physical capacity so you can be more present to those around you. If you're ready to feel free from the weight of your current health and fitness regimen, then keep listening. I can't wait to share with you how the gospel shapes our fitness and health journeys. Listen while you work out, drive in the car, or while your kids run around crazy, but go ahead and invite Jesus into your wellness journey and let's see how he changes our hearts together. Welcome back to our series in Holy Health Habits. Today we are talking about the spiritual discipline of stewardship and how that relates to our health and our fitness journey and what the skill of stewardship. Stewardship itself is a skill. So let me just start out with that. Stewardship itself is a skill. But if you think about what has caused you the most stress over the last few days, weeks, or months, chances are, outside of relational stress, chances are it boils down to two entities, time or money, not having enough time or not having enough money for something, this lack in both time and money. And I just did a podcast episode with my friend Jen on this topic. When you're hearing this, it will have already gone live. And in this topic, we talk about stewarding your time in a really crazy, busy season of life. And I will link that in the show notes below. So you can go and listen to that episode and just work through that, particularly when it comes to time and some fears and some lies that you may be believing in when it comes to stewarding your time well. So you can go and listen to that podcast because I'm going to try and keep it brief here in terms of what it means to steward. And to steward biblically is really the skill of knowing how to choose better. Stewardship is noticing and naming 
how everything you do is brought back to what the Lord has given you and to do it well, your time, manage it well, your money, manage it well, your body, manage it well, and choose the best options for yourself and the identity base goal, whatever that is that we talked about way in the beginning of the Holy Health Habits series, whatever that identity is that the Lord has called you to. Stewardship is the skill of choosing better and managing well. And that is the exact skill, one of the exact skills you need for your nutrition and choosing foods, particular foods for your body and also your workouts. And just a quick note on time. There's that whole podcast episode, like I said, that you can go back and listen to, but also money real quick. We do need to be disciplined in such a way that our needs for ourselves and our families are met. And there is a need for physical health in today's culture, especially if we want to serve well or do all the things because we're all in this crazy culture where we're most of us. It's very rare to find someone who's not going, going, going all the time. A lot of us are always going, going, going. And so there is more of a need now than ever before for physical health for yourself. And here's a reminder. You need to budget accordingly for that. Budget for something, even if you don't have a huge budget to be able to do that, you can budget for something you can do at home. You don't need much. Just need a couple of dumbbells, and a plan, and time. And so make sure that you see the need. And if you don't see the need, let this me, let me tell you that there is a need for your physical health right now, whatever season of life you're in. And it is okay to budget for that. And it, in, in fact, it may be needed to budget for that accordingly. And even If you're a Dave Ramsey person, my husband and I were big Dave Ramsey people when we first got married, and we still follow a lot of his plan, a lot of things with him on on a practical level. But even he has in his budget for the month, he talks about budgeting for your health, whether that's your nutrition or your fitness and a gym membership, whatever, or staying at home and doing it. If you're trying to save money, staying at home, using a pair of dumbbells and buying a plan, purchasing a plan whether that's a monthly membership like my SD Fit Will app or a one-time program that can help you get through a particular season to where you can go back to the gym or whatever that is. But he even has that in his budgeting system because it's that important. You need your body to be able to do all that God has called you to do, depending on whatever season of life you are in. And depending on your limitations, the Lord always has a plan for us. And stewarding our body is one of those plans. So stewarding when we, this is a hard skill to learn, especially stewarding time, stewarding money. Stewarding in this way is knowing how to choose better. That's the skill. Stewarding itself is the skill, but it's choosing better and managing it well. And so when we steward our bodies, we're asking the question, how can this be used to glorify God? That's the question that prompts us to look at what we do with our bodies, what we put into our bodies, and ask a similar question of how could this food choice, workout choice, whatever, this meal be a little bit better, right? Now, 
I'm going to read scripture in just a second, but if you're not familiar with 1 Corinthians 6.20, you can go look it up, but we've talked about that before on this podcast particularly. Or if you just know me, I've talked about this podcast quite a bit, or that that verse quite a bit, but it talks about glorifying God in your body. You've heard this. One of the ways that we glorify God in our body is by stewarding it for physical fitness so we can do these good things. We can serve well. Our bodies can either help us do good things or they can hinder us from doing good things. Is your body helping you do what you need to do? Or do you feel like your body is keeping you from having the joy and the energy that you feel like you could have and be able to do? So where is your body at today? And the question we're going to continue to ask over the course of this skill for our health and our fitness is how can you choose a little bit better? What choices could you make to be a little bit better to do good in your body, for your body to feel good? And I'm going to read Galatians 6, 9 through 10. Let us not get tired of doing good, for we will reap at the proper time if we don't give up. Therefore, as we have opportunity, let us work for the good of all, especially for those who belong to the household of faith. I think no matter what your views are spiritually, I think we can all agree that we want to make the most of this life we have right here. We don't want to see it pass by and just blink and feel like, wow, did I really even enjoy these moments? Did I choose what was best for my family? Now, we're probably still always going to ask those questions, right? But being able to stay in the moment and choosing better is how we steward our bodies well. So this skill of stewardship and choosing better translate in, into our health and fitness. When we have this skill, we can grab a hold of it and use it in our health and fitness in these ways with our habits. And that's by choosing higher quality foods. This is a skill of choosing better for you, choosing better movement for you in whatever season of life you're in. You can do this in your health and your fitness journey. So here are the habits. I'm only going to talk about three habits today because I'm going to do a little bit of a deep dive on what it means to choose better. I feel like there needs to be a little bit of background on that. And so I am going to dive a little bit deeper onto that. But we are going to have three habits that you want that can help you develop this skill of choosing better. If you are already stewarding well, you have this skill. So these habits can help you develop this skill for your health and your fitness journey and transfer that skill into your health and your fitness journey. So the first one is where we're going to camp out. I'm going to name them real quickly, though, but the first one we're going to camp out on for a while. First one is establish your criteria for better. That's why we're camping out on that one for a while. Second habit is adding in more good stuff. So before you take anything away, we're adding in more good. The third habit is eating less processed foods. So let's go back to that first habit, establishing your criteria for better. We need to establish this first. And this is what I do with my clients one-on-one. -on -one. And in my upcoming framework course is helping women establish their criteria for what better looks like for them. And this is what I do in my strategy and clarity coaching call is we establish this better. We establish these dials, these rhythms, these routines that they need to have and that they already have to help them choose better for them 
and choose on a continuum. We collaborate together to create a continuum, which helps them see what's better for them, where they are currently right now in their health and their fitness journey, and what would be better for them. So for an example, I'm going to take two examples. One woman who exercises one to two days a week for only 20 minutes at a time, but drinks only water. So there's one woman. Then we have another woman who exercises five days a week for an hour or more each day, but drinks a variety of drinks, sodas, sugar-filled drinks, coffees with a lot of creamer, Starbucks, all the things, not shouting out on Starbucks, but any coffee shop where you get loaded with sugar. So she's exercising five days a week though for an hour or more each day. So which one do you think is healthier? Neither necessarily. It's not a one is healthier than the other type of situation. Each woman is at a different place in their journey. For the first woman who's exercising one to two days a week for 20 minutes, but only drinks water, her establishing better for her might look like adding in one more strength training session each week or extending her time in those two sessions from 20 to 30 minutes each workout. That could be her better and that is her better to help her become a healthier version of herself. Now, for woman number two, who is exercising five days a week for an hour, adding in cardio, doing all the things, but is drinking a variety of high calorie drinks, for her, her better may be swapping out one to two of those sugary drinks a day for more water. So those are two ends of the spectrum. I, I realize that. But better is going to look different for each of us. So asking the question, but here's the thing, you have to know what season of life you're in to know what better looks like for you. If you don't know what season of life you're in, figuring that out first, trying not to do too much at once. We talk about that so often, but that is the key to your health and your fitness journey is small, manageable, bite-sized pieces. I also talk about that in a other podcast episode I will link in the show notes below. So figure out what season of life you're in. And if you're not sure, again, I do not mind plugging this because I think it's the most amazing thing in the world. But my really crazy busy woman's guide to success in your health journey is going to be so vital to help you understand what season of life you're in, where you are right now, and that can help you choose your criteria for better. That can help you see, okay, what could be a little bit better in this season if I'm right here? If I'm doing X, Y, and Z, if I can do this, I'm capable of doing this right now, what's just a little bit better I can do? And, and that may look like focusing on form over how many reps you're doing. That may, be looking, that may look like going up in weight in your workouts. It may look like going up in reps in your workout if you know your form is right and your weight is right. It may be looking at your meals, not feeling guilty about them, but looking at your meals and asking, how can I make this meal a little bit better? Maybe it's by adding another serving of vegetables or protein to that plate that you've cooked that night. Or using a protein shake to make your ice cream milkshake instead of a soda. You know, what can just make it a little bit better? So you have to establish your own criteria for better. That is a habit you have to get into in order to be able to steward your body well. And you can collaborate. I'm more than happy. Reach out to me. I do coaching calls, one-on-one sessions, and I have that clarity and strategy session where we go over these things and we figure that out for you and figure out what may be better for you and how to dial things up and dial things back down. 
but reach out and let me know if you are needing help doing this. So often we have all this knowledge and I'm giving you all this knowledge, but we are in a course knowledge culture, meaning we are taking in so much information these days, but we need help implementing. Don't be afraid of asking for help to implement this. Even if it's just a one-time coaching call, or if it's a coaching call once a month, whatever that looks like, to help you understand how to implement this and stop doing it alone. You don't have to do this alone. And I realize that goes back to stewarding your money and to be able to budget for that. But when you see the importance of it, no matter if it's a coaching call or if it's reaching out to one of my friends who's functional medicine specialist and investing because you know something's wrong with your body and you know you need help in some way and you're tired of trying all the things by yourself or buying all the things that don't work, it's time to get a coach in whatever capacity you need one in. So establish your criteria for better. And if you need someone to do that with you, reach out to me and let's talk. The second habit we talked about briefly, we haven't talked about it yet, but the second habit here to helping you choose better quality foods is to just add more good stuff. Like I said earlier, we're not trying to take away anything. Most often we try at first when we want to go all in on our health and our fitness journey, we try to take away things. That's not always good for us either. We don't need to be constantly taking away things because that's when depravity comes in and that's when feeling like that's when binge eating comes in because we're depriving ourselves of either fuel or our favorite foods and then we go and binge them later so instead of removing things in your health and your fitness journey first then more good and this could look like adding in higher quality proteins like leaner cuts of meat doing ground turkey instead of ground beef not saying anything wrong with ground beef, but I'm saying if you want to do leaner cuts or doing the leaner cut of ground beef, the 90-10 or 95-5, you know, choosing higher quality proteins, choosing higher quality vegetables, choosing higher quality carbs, fats, you see where I'm going with this, right? But choosing better when it comes to the good stuff you're already eating or adding an extra spoonful of protein at your dinner or at your meal, whatever meal it is, adding in more of the good stuff that you're already doing really well. And that's also really encouraging. When you add in more of the good stuff, when you know the good stuff you're already doing well, even if they feel small, they're not small. While they may be small, they're not meaningless. They mean something. And when you're adding in more good, if you're already eating protein at every meal, just an extra, you know, spoonful or two extra spoonsful to get a little bit more protein or add an extra spoonful of those veggies to get a little bit more micronutrients in there. So just adding a little bit more of what you're already doing really well. And again, I already mentioned this, but create a budget for it. To add to be able to add in more good stuff, you need to have a budget for it, whether that's for your fitness or your nutrition. If you're not budgeting for your food or your exercise, you will either most likely overspend or you will flip-flop between what you are buying and like with fitness, you might buy all the things or all the gadgets to help you lose weight and diet and all the things, but you're not budgeting more for the good stuff that you're already doing really well. And so create a food budget, particularly. Most of us know this already, right? But don't go to the grocery store hungry. You know, like when we go to the grocery store hungry, we're more likely to overspend. So don't go to the grocery store hungry. And then also to add more good stuff, 
you can make healthy substitutions. And this leads into our our third habit of eating less processed foods too. I We shop with Thrive Market. My kids are allergic to dairy and we do try to do a lot of gluten-free stuff. And so we shop with Thrive Market because they have discounts on healthier foods and substitutions. And, you know, my kids are kids. They enjoy things. They see kids eating things at school. And they're like, why can't I have that? And I'm like, because it has dairy, baby. I'm sorry, you know. And so I try to get them good swaps when when I can to help them because even eating food is a celebration and we understand that and being joining in it helps us you know feel like we're a part of something when we're doing that and so for them I have to try to find a lot of healthy substitutions and that can both help you one add more good and two eat less processed foods so healthy substitutions are huge I talked about this on another podcast episode about Snickers ice cream Snickers bars I love them and I think they are so yummy, but so not good for my body. And I know this, but Kind Bars came out with a frozen Kind Bar. And it's a peanut chocolate kind, frozen Kind Bar. And it tastes almost exactly like a frozen Snickers bar, but without all of the processing. And I mean, there's still processing in that, right? But not as much of the processing and the sugar and all of those things. So I hit both of these habits at once when I choose those frozen kind bars over the frozen Snickers bars. I'm one, adding in more good, but then two, eating less processed foods, but still enjoying what I am eating and making that healthier substitution so that I can enjoy it without depriving myself of that. So eating less processed foods, making healthier substitutions. And then again, I mentioned this earlier with choosing better. You have to create your own continuum on this. You know, Eating less processed foods doesn't mean you're automatically making your own bread with culture or starter or whatever it is. You know, like what that could look like for you is maybe that's the end goal. Sure. Maybe you want to make your own homemade bread. I know that's huge right now. You know, maybe you want to make your own homemade bread and that's awesome. But instead of going from buying bunny bread to making homemade bread, how about you kind of meet yourself in between and just buy the white bread done right by Dave's Killer Bread? You know, don't force yourself to become something you're not quite ready to become yet in that homemade scratch, that kind of thing. We have to move on a continuum. And this is where coaching can really come in handy to help you see and fill in the gaps. You don't have to go from bunny bread or, you know, another brand to totally made from scratch. That's a lot of times when people burn out because they're trying to switch everything at once over. They're trying to go straight from all the the processed foods to the unprocessed foods, a whole 30, you know, like all the processed foods to whole 30 or whatever. You don't have to do that. You can move along a continuum and just choose better. This is what I, I feel like I preach this and I've preached this for years in the health and the fitness world is just choose better for right now. You can get there if that's your goal, if you want it to be, but also maybe that's not your goal. And that's okay. You don't need, you don't have to be the person that makes homemade bread, even though it's all over social media. And it's super awesome. My goal one day, yeah, I would love to make homemade bread. And when the time is right, like I will get there. But right now what I do is I just choose better for myself and for my family and what works for us in this season of life right now. And so you're to eat less processed foods. That's also a healthy substitution, part of healthy, you know, substituting for healthier foods. You're moving along this continuum, your continuum. You'll hear me say this over and over. Health and fitness runs at your pace. You make it work 
for you. While you may have these end goals, this identity, who you want to become or who you feel the Lord is calling you to become, you may have to move along a continuum to get there. It doesn't have to be black or white or night or day. So eating less processed foods, something else you can do is notice your own behavior patterns. And I am not going to go in depth on this at all, but I am going to mention it briefly when it comes to emotions. And I can give you, I will put a lot of resources in the show notes from my friend, Brittany Braswell, Brittany Bauer, a lot of Brittany's, Kristen Williams, several women who I trust in this space of emotional eating and healthy and intuitive eating, but notice your behavior patterns. If you feel like you're eating more processed foods, even at certain times of the month, okay, come on, ladies, you know you crave certain things at certain times of the month, or you notice that when you have a really hard day, at the end of the day, you quote unquote need some kind of sugary snack or quote unquote need the wine or quote unquote need some kind of drink or food or whatever because your day has been stressful. You may be using food or a drink as a coping mechanism for the stress that you are under. Notice your behavior patterns. Also just notice, do you fast in the mornings? I'll put this in the show notes below too. I did a coaching call, a live coaching call with my friend Angie Tyner, and she was eating a very small amount for breakfast every morning. And she noticed that in the afternoon she wanted to eat everything in the house. And the first thing I told her to do was to try to eat a bigger breakfast, a more well-balanced with a protein, a carb, a fat, like a handful of each of those at breakfast. And it almost eliminated her cravings in the afternoon entirely. But she just didn't notice that behavior pattern she was in. And so again, having a coach can help you see that, ask questions, be curious, and like see those things going on in your life that you are are so accustomed to that you can't see, but noticing becoming more aware, which we've already talked about, the skill of awareness in your health and your fitness, which is vital, that skill of awareness that you have can help you notice behavior patterns when it comes to your food and even when it comes to your exercise and your fitness and whether if it's based off of emotions or based off of stewarding your time or your money or whatever it is. And so notice you notice your behavior patterns. That is another way to eat less processed foods is to notice your behavior patterns. So those are the three habits I want you to think about. And out of those three, I really want you to work on establishing your criteria for better first. If you already have that, awesome. Then move on to adding more good stuff or add on or move on to eating less processed foods. But if you don't have a continuum for yourself, if you don't have criteria for what better looks like for you, you need to sit down, figure out what season of life you're in. Think about, I know it's time, right? Stewarding your time. I get it. I can already hear people sending me DMs about they don't have more time in their day. And I get that. But you have to do this at some point if you want to have this healthy lifestyle lifelong and steward your body well by both what you do in your exercise and also the fuel that you give your body through your nutrition. And so if you, out of the three of these, if you haven't already established your criteria for better, do that first. Create your own continuum of what that looks like, where you want to get to, and then create the baby steps in between. And so with that, this is this episode of the spiritual discipline of stewardship and the skill that that already is of choosing better and how that can translate to choosing higher quality foods, better foods, 
making better choices in our health and our fitness journey. And this will serve you so well because this is even the skill that you can use when you go out to eat at restaurants. When you have your criteria for what's better, when you're sitting looking at the menu, you can know, okay, I usually really like the 1,000, 1,500 calorie nacho deluxe etc etc you know and maybe you eat the whole thing maybe you're choosing better in that moment is getting a to-go box when the meal comes out and putting half of it up and only eating half of it or choosing something that's going to give you a similar effect that's not as high in calorie this choosing better really is a catalyst to then begin to see change in your body if you have particular goals or weight loss and helping you feel that confidence in your health and your fitness journey because you are doing what you need to be doing for your body, your season of life, your family, and wherever you are. So with that, I am going to end this episode. Please, please make sure that if you haven't reviewed the podcast yet, you review the podcast. We are growing and it is such a blessing and I cannot wait to see what the Lord continues to do with this podcast and encourage you ladies in your health and your fitness journey. But just for today, just after you listen to this, work on what, ask yourself the question, how can I just choose better in this moment? Not even for a lifetime, just in this moment and see where the Lord takes you with that. Because remember, we invite him into the journey with us. When we invite him into the journey with us, it makes it that much greater, that much more interesting and makes and fills us with so much more joy when he is in it with us guiding us and the holy spirit is also helping us make those decisions hello eliminating decision fatigue let the holy spirit help you do that he he wants to and he wants to be in it with you so with that i will talk to y'all next time fit fam hey fit fam it's a blessing to be in this journey with you the best thing you can do after listening to this podcast is to leave a written review so that other mamas can see the value in their health and fitness journey through the lens of the gospel. Be sure to tap subscribe so you get notified when a new episode airs. I am the most personal, personal trainer out there. My clients, app subscribers, and podcast listeners really do become my good friends. So if we haven't already, I'd love to connect with you on Instagram at SDFitwell. Shoot me a DM and let's start a conversation. I truly want to see the Lord work in your wellness journey and be in it with you. I'm so grateful you've listened. Let's get comfortable being uncomfortable, and I can't wait to chat with you in the next episode.